0: Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Welcome back to part two of the CEO Mindset series. This is a three part series taking you through all things mindset. And, you know, we're getting deep into the subconscious patterns that are playing out And that are capping your success because our subconscious is operating on autopilot and running the show 90% of the time. So in today's episode, I want to go through how to start to unlock more of that power that you already have within, how to stop the self-sabotage that you usually don't even realize is happening. You know, those times where it's like, why do I keep having these challenges no matter what I do? Or you keep hitting the same damn revenue or the same capped success. So we're going to dive into how to start to really recognize that and how to overcome it. Because when you do, let me tell you, a whole new world of success and ease and flow starts to come through for you. So this is going to be powerful. This is like a whole damn masterclass. So I hope you're ready. When I started my very first business back in 2016, which is wild how fast time goes, I launched in 2016, but I started the journey back in 2015. And I started a swimwear brand when I had zero experience or knowledge when it came to business, when it came to manufacturing, when it came to fashion design, manufacturing a product. Literally no clue. I also had basically no money. (laughs) I worked a full time job and I was getting paid, I think, like 40k a year. Starting a product business takes money, right? Takes money to start up. I also did not have any connections. I did not know anyone in the industry. I did not know any, how's, who's, nothing, right? (laughs) And so one day I woke up and I decided. I am going to start a global swimwear fashion brand. I didn't think to myself, let me just start a little business and see if it goes well. So I decided I am going to start a global swimwear brand and that's what I'm going to do. So I set out, I figured it out, I made the time, I did all of the things that I needed and not one moment did I say, Jess, what are you actually doing? um, Jess, do you even know what the hell you're doing? <laughs> um, Jess, do you even have the money to pay for this? Um, Jess, like what will people think of you? Because you have no experience. So who are you to be doing this? What if it fails? What if I spend all this time and it doesn't work out? Not one of those thoughts crossed my mind. And this is deep self-belief at the deepest level, because there was not one ounce of self-doubt that these thoughts even came up. I created the business and launched within less than seven months, which is wild for a product-based business when you have no clue what you're doing, (laughs) but I like to do things fast. And so I launched and within one week of launching, I received an email one day. I remember I was at my full-time job and I received an email that said, you are invited To be part of an Australian showcase at New York Fashion Week. And at first, I thought, now this has to be a scam. There is no way anyone is inviting me who has no freaking clue what I'm doing, who literally launched last week, who's barely made any sales, to be part of an Australian showcase with top Australian brands that I have looked up to for so, so long and they want me to be part of this. No way. So I thought this must be a scam. To cut the story short, it wasn't a scam. And within six months, I was in New York walking down the runway at the end of the show, um, waving and doing the whole designer thing. And guess what? I was global. I was receiving global opportunities because I decided this is going to be a global brand. I am going to do whatever it takes. And I was able to do it so fast because I wasn't afraid of falling down. If we think about, right, when kids get on the bike for the first time, or maybe, maybe this wasn't you, but let's just imagine you get into a bike or a car or whatever it is, and you're going hell to the leather. You're going so damn fast. And you're like, "Whoa, this is so fun because you have no fear. And the mom's like, slow down, slow down, because as parents, when you grow up, you know, fears come in and you obviously would worry about your kids and things, but kids have no fear and they get to go faster because they're not worried about falling down. Whereas you might have a- another kid, and I'm saying kids because kids tend to have not much fear, right? <laughs> Some do. So you might have another kid who is a little bit scared. So they have the training wheels on, they're probably going a bit slow, they're braking and stopping and going, and it's like this whole thing. And then they go a little bit and then they get off and they're like, that's enough. That was so exhilarating, so scary. I've had enough of my thrills for today. And so we can see the difference. And the only difference is the mindset. The only difference between me getting invited to New York Fashion Week and most other businesses that fail in the first year is because of the deep self belief. And the reason why I always come back to this story is because it is the best example. I decided it was going to be global. I decided what I was going to do and how it was going to look. And therefore the way I showed up, the way I marketed the business, I flew to Melbourne and did a really professional photo shoot because I decided, well, If I'm global, it's only logical to have a really amazing photo shoot and look like a professional business from day one. So I acted as if I was already there. And so the way that I showed up, the photography, the branding, the designs, everything stood out to these New York Fashion Week scouts that said this brand actually could go alongside these global brands that have been around for so long. Now, if I started out and said, oh, what if I fail? I better just do a cheap photo shoot and not really bother showing up too much on social media because what if it fails? Do you think I would have been invited to New York Fashion Week? Do you think I would have then scaled the business to making over 300k in the first year alone to then growing to having international warehouses? And then last year I sold it to someone in the USA. This is what happens when we start with mindset. Now, I obviously started with a pretty strong mindset. But let me tell you, every new level requires a new version of us. When I stepped out of my comfort zone and into a personal brand, there was a shitload of fears and doubts and things that came up. When I hit new thresholds, hit new income levels, anytime I've hit a new cap or or ceiling on where I was going, I have had to work on my mindset more than ever. And so the way that I like to look at this is everyone starts at a bit of a different level, right? Some people start out with amazing mindsets. Some people start out with so much self-doubt that it is crippling that they can't even take the first step. And so everyone is at a different level, and that is a result of I do believe that some of it is genetics and the way that we think. The other part is obviously going to be the life experiences, the stories that we've been told, the people that we surrounded ourselves with, how we were brought up what we saw modeled to us, who we were in close proximity to as we grew up and built all of our belief systems, and then how we showed up in the rest of our life. It all builds out part of our mindset. And so a client actually asked me the other day, an amazing question. And she said, Jess, I understand we're doing the mindset stuff. And like, I've seen such an amazing shift in that how can some other people never do mindset work ever and still achieve huge levels of success? My answer to that was, of course, like I always teach strategy combined with mindset, because just doing mindset on its own, you'll feel good, but we really need some tangible movement and action happening. And I believe we don't do the mindset work to be perfect and then take action. We need to do them both alongside each other because firstly, there's never an ending point, never a level of perfection, but we need to take action and strategic action alongside the mindset because you take strategic action, you get forward and then you need to bring the mindset with you. And then you need to take the mindset to the next step and then your actions get to come up with it. So we need to take them together. They're kind of like two friends holding hands. You can't separate them and just take one or the other. You really need both. So what I actually said to her was that people are always doing the mindset work. People do start with a stronger mindset than others and that's why it might look like they haven't had to do as much work, but every successful person out there has a strong mindset in the way that they tackle their challenges, in the way that they chase things, in the way that they don't take no for an answer, don't allow people to tell them what's possible for them and what's not. And if you think of your favorite celebrity or just any successful person, if you've ever heard them interviewed, their answer around how they have created their success always revolves around mindset being the key. Always revolves around believing in themselves, not taking no for an answer, showing up even when they didn't want to, building the emotional intelligence and resilience that they need at every next level. The hard work is not doing the things. The hard work is seeing yourself deeply enough to say, hey, I need to work on this. I need to work on me before I can get to that next level. Because we are all humans, yet, some people have success more fast and easier than others. Now, obviously, there's privilege and other things that play a part, but mindset and the way that people's brains work is the key difference. Because we've seen so many people, I love JLo, so JLo is an amazing example, like Jenny from the block. She started with nothing, right? And she pushed past all of those challenges. But then there's also very rich people who get handed everything on a silver platter, who don't achieve those levels of success. And the difference is the way they think. So let that sink in because I know, and there is so much science behind this as well. And I'm very much like a math science kind of person. Um, if you will believe that, I do love a bit of the woo and the flow, but I am very like, tell me the facts, tell me the studies. And there is so much science behind the way the brain works, the neuropsychology behind it, the just general psychology on way people think, the way that creates your actions. And it's not just some woo-woo manifestation. I mean, the law of attraction and things like that are amazing, but we need to actually bring so much awareness to what is actually happening in our mind and how that is creating our outer world. So if you have a goal right now in your business and you keep hitting the same roadblocks. You feel like you're plateauing in terms of your income. You feel like no matter how much marketing or how many times you show up, you're still not getting the clients you want. You know, the same roadblocks keep happening. You keep attracting the worst clients, whatever it is that's showing up in your world. If there is a pattern to it, that meaning it's happening, more than once, or you keep trying harder and harder and harder and you're getting the same result. That is because there is a deeper subconscious reason why you can't get to that next level. So if we think about motivation and procrastination for a moment, and this is the biggest thing that comes up that I hear and people saying, oh, I'm just not feeling motivated right now, or I'm just procrastinating and I'm not achieving my goals. And The reason why we tend to procrastinate or feel lack of motivation is because your subconscious mind does not want you to actually have the success that your conscious mind says it wants. Now let that sink in. The reason why you're not having success that you've written down on your goals is because at a subconscious level, your mind does not want you to have that success. And there are so many things that underlie this. There are limiting beliefs. There are shadow work. There's ego at play. There are so many different modalities that I work with my clients on, but we need to use these modalities to figure out why, because logically it's like, just get out of here because <laughs> of course I want my goals. Like, why would I not want more money? But what we don't realize is that there might be stories that we've told ourselves in the past. You know, I've had one of my clients, she couldn't get past this income barrier. And when we dug deeper, and sometimes this is the hardest thing to do because it's subconscious, right? But we dug deeper and we worked out that she was holding on to a belief that if she gained more success, if she gained more clients or more money, that would mean less time with her kids. Now, logically, she knew that she could earn money and and not have to spend less time with her kids. But at a subconscious level, this is the narrative that was going around. So if our subconscious mind is created to keep us safe, how do you think that's going to show up in her business, right? There comes self-sabotage in ways that you won't even realize you're doing it. It comes to even the self-sabotage might be down to the way that you speak the energy that you hold, the anxiousness that you are sending off to the potential clients. She was self-sabotaging in the ways of procrastinating, feeling burnt out, but not really doing the work to feel burnt out, but just feeling energetically burnt out. And then she was being met with no clients. No clients were coming through, no matter how much she marketed, sold herself, set up free calls, did all of the things to get new clients she wasn't landing any of them. And that's because her subconscious believed if I get more clients, I then cannot spend as much time with my kids. And obviously, if we look at what we value, of course, she values her kids more than her business and money. And so her mind was making the decisions for her. The executive decision was my kids matter more. So let's blow off the business. And do you see the depth at how this can show up? And so when I do the work with my clients, we first bring awareness to it. And there are so many layers that we can transcend to get to the deepest level of self-awareness. But the first step is having self-honesty around the fact that you're doing something and that you need to work on your mindset. Because for as long as we keep gaslighting ourselves and saying, no, 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 it's not me it's the strategy. Oh no, it's not me. It's the clients. What we're doing is we're passing the blame onto someone else and something else other than us. And guess what? That feels pretty good on the ego, right? The reason why I'm not having enough sales is because the clients suck and because of my pricing and because of my marketing strategies. But if we say that, holy shit, I am the reason why I am not getting the results that I want in my business. That hurts the ego a little bit, but sometimes we have to let the ego down to become the most powerful, successful person that we can be. And that is when business gets to feel easier. You would have heard me talking about mindset on all of my podcast episodes until now, but I really wanted to share this episode to really dive deep into this because without working on you, the deep inner work around really getting to know your self-sabotaging behaviors, really getting to know the beliefs, the stories, the things that you're holding onto to keep yourself safe. The deeper shadows that underlie the behaviors and the way that you show up to create the results that you want. How You get triggered how projections show up for you, how the ego plays a role and how to actually then step so well into alignment. And this is alignment like, holy shit, I know myself on the deepest level alignment, not just, oh, that sounds pretty good. I'll give that a go kind of alignment that can only happen when we do this deep inner work. And it is a little bit scary, but I Get so damn excited when I'm like, oh, that was a little bit uncomfortable. I cannot wait to dive into this because I know what is on the other side. I know that my life is about to change so wildly. Earlier in the year, I found myself being capped at 20, 30K months. And that is not a bad problem to have, right? 20, 30K months, not a bad problem at all. But our mind, again, comes in and it's like, hey, you're not growing fast enough. Hey, you're not doing well enough. Hey, those people online are doing better than you. And while I know how to shift that energy and that mindset pretty quickly, I was doing the things and I was still hitting the same blocks. And for me, it required a whole new level of honesty, a whole new level of stepping into my next level self, a whole new level of unearthing the shit that was going on behind the scenes. And guess what happened from there? I hit a 50K week, and these results have continued to snowball from there. Guess what? The strategies were no different. I didn't even change my pricing at that point. Since then, I have, but nothing else changed other than my internal world. This stuff is so powerful. We know that we only utilize 10% of our brains. But that 10% of our brains that we're utilizing is probably being used to like a, a 2% capacity, a 2% potency. And we can unlock more of that by doing some of this work. And when you do this work, it not only helps you create business success, but the way that you show up in your personal life, in your relationships, in the way that you hold yourself, in shifting the anxiousness, the overwhelm, the self-doubt, all of those feelings and feeling so rock solid in who you are and what you are capable of. I am going to leave this right here and I cannot wait to see all the expansion that is to come. See you next time.